Callum pauses his narration as the woman from the stage finishes a song and makes her way to the bar. As she approaches, you notice a pair of skeletal wings extending from her back. Callum hands her a drink, and she winks at you as she smiles and walks away. So, Callum says, the shenanigans and tomfoolery of a trickster who works for an old man named Aristotle. After a description of the planarscape, we finally got answers to the rifts. But were the answers satisfactory? That is the question. Hello and welcome back to Misfortune's Corner. I am Steven, your dungeon master for today, and I am joined here with Emma, Taylor, Tawny, and Cade. Last time, we learned some news of a catastrophe occurring that related to the plains, and they met a wizard named Aristotle, who told them of all of these catastrophes that are about to happen. To solve this, he needed their help to be able to collect the planar jewels, one of which is on the material plane, which is the plane you are on right now. You were told that it was located in a nearby town called Drakenberg. And the location of the item is the nearby tomb of a wizard by the name of Mildin. We last left off, you were about to enter the town, and I will resume from there. So, as you're nearing the town from afar, you notice that it's about the same size as the last town you were in. Um, the prominent features of this town is there is a large statue. It's about two times the scale of a person. It's made of stone. And it looks kind of like a paladin, but he's um, he has a lot of armor on, so it's more focusing on the armor. Al alongside that, you notice that there is a large group of people that seem to be all gathered down in a nearby inn. All right. Um, somebody else take the wheel. I'm having a scatterbrain moment. <laughs> um, we go and we start asking some people about this tomb. Okay, where do you want to go about doing that? Uh, there's a lot of people around the statue. We can go ask them. Well, there. They're not near the statue. They're in a inn nearby. Then let's go to the inn. As you get closer, you notice that there's quite a bit of like singing and laughter going on in there. Um, they're all kind of distracted. They're all living up to its fullest. As you enter the town, um, 
I mean, enter the tavern or inn, you are, you immediately notice, first off, there's like, um, kind of towards the center of it, there's a large platform with this really big person. He is about like six foot six, which still is short compared to the car. But for all relative sake, he is a big dude. And alongside next to him is like a bunch of girls. They're like ooing and aahing over him. And he's all showing off and everything. Is he... Oh, this is going to just be... I, there's no way to like not awkwardly ask this question. Is he an attractive guy? <laughs> <laughs> he is... He's ruggedly handsome. He has, he has like, moderate his, his chin features are like so precise. Um, <laughs> Just chiseled features. Chiseled everything. Um, he actually, his shirt, it's like, it's basically one of those skin tight shirts, but you it's could go, really you could go not. mountain climbing on his muscles. Yes. Oh my God. I ask that not not for my own interest, but because uh, that would greatly change, I think, how our party interacts with him. <laughs> He's okay. just the chattest of chads. Yes. Um, well, it seems like someone's the town favorite. Wow, he looks huge. Kind of like the car, but like somehow more scary. It, it's odd. Yeah, I've seen there. The car will walk straight up to him and place his great axe in just in a, just to present that he has the axe, but in not in a non-threatening way, just to let him know that he does have one. And asks him, <laughs> what is your name, Mr. Popular? Oh, if it isn't new, people. Well, I am known among these parts. I am Simon Hammerman. And who might you be? Ha 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 ha. It's a rather odd name. Thank you. My mother gave it to me. Car holding a laugh. My name is not important. Anyway, um, I have one question for you. And I turn to the owl as if to interrogate him, because the car is bad at interrogating. He only intimidates. Oh, oh, you you want me to ask some questions? Oh, and the car nods. Oh, well, I, I wasn't really going to continue this conversation. I didn't think he'd have information for us. Information on what? Um, I, I kind of, like, turned to Rook. I forget. Was, were we trying to be a, 
uh, covert with our with our investigations, or was that not part of was that not part of this? I wasn't aware we had decided anything. Oh, very well. All right, I turn back to Simon and say, "Well, in that case, if we're not being, if we're not going about this discreetly, oh, we're in search of some information about the nearby tomb. As, as if we do not retrieve something from it, the world and all of known reality will uns." Will most certainly end. He gives well, you like a. Oh, sorry. I wasn't going to give him that much information. Um. Yeah. Kind of just like off the record, Kavasir. It's not that he's bad at lying, but his first instinct is just to be brutally honest. <laughs> hey. That's why the car likes Kavasir. And so, like, for future reference, if you want any kind of subterfuge from Kavasir, you need to let him know ahead of time. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise he will tell the truth. But, like, that was some bad communication on Rook's part. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought we weren't... Be I thought we weren't using deceitful approaches here. Um... But, yeah, what that is said. Go on with go on with your questions. You get like a lot of weird looks from like everyone around you, and especially the big dude. I'm like what? <laughs> the car looks to the crowd. What are you looking at? I, I I believe that we were told that we have a. Were we given a timeline on this? No, I feel like we were. Just soon. <laughs> Okay, then Kvasir will just roll with it. Um, in, in fact, in a matter of months to maybe a year or two, if if the task isn't performed, well, oh, everything will more or less uh, cease to exist in a giant cataclysmic collision of the planes. Uh, so any information that you might have about... The nearby tomb will greatly aid both us and as well as your future interests. Well, I don't know what much business there'd be at the tomb. That was. Well, that place ended up being. The founder of this town actually ended up taking out that foul wizard and his abominations. You see. He was a necromancer, and we had our founders must had to put a stop to him. But now, I guess I am the protector of this town. Any wild beast or stuff that comes near here, they get slain and put on my wall. Oh dear, Gaston. I was just about to start humming. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I do eat 12 dozen eggs. The car whispers to himself, a wall. That would be nice for my ox. Well, so... Um, oh, go, go ahead, dear. Oh, well, uh... Could you at least point us, like, in the direction of it? Just so we can... You know, just... 
kind of check it out a little bit. I mean. I'll give you a deal. You seem like a couple of nice rugged groups. I kind of want to show off to the people around. So if you can make me flinch with the punch to the gut, I'll even bring you there. Is the table they're sitting at wooden? Um, he's not really behind a table. He is just sitting on like a bench with a bunch of ladies. So he stands up. And you're still taller than him by a little bit. <laughs> the car walks nose to nose and looks down. Looks down to him. He Go puffed on. his chest up. Go on, do your best. I poke his chest in a taunting manner. You're not worth my time. Oh, he says he's not worth my time. Ha 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 ha. I don't know. A, a guide might be rather useful. D does it have to be like a f punching with the fist? What do you expect? I'll deflect a sword? Oh, I mean, yeah. possibly with my abs, but. N nothing, <laughs> nothing as barbaric as a sword. <laughs> So he wants me to knock him out. He wants to give him a good gut punch. He wants to test how tough you are and show off for everybody else. I'm going to roll for damage with a punch to the face. Okay, you got to roll to attack first. Okay, I'm going to roll to <laughs> attack. assume that you hit. Did you roll tray at all? That's okay. Okay. Dude, seriously? He rolled a two. I rolled a two. It just like bounces off the chiseled, um, the chiselness that is his chin, and he kind of just looks at you. Well, that was dirty, wasn't it? Well, I am perfectly unharmed. I'm invincible. Now that's proven. I want to punch him again. And he looks to the ladies, gives a big cheesy smile, like a little glint of twinkling comes off his. Um, teeth. Uh, I'm gonna use my daunting roar. Okay. So he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Way to use your daily. <laughs> um, thirteen plus. He fails it. No, that was without the modifiers. Dang it. Yeah, I excited too fast. He got, he got a 16, so he passes it off. But everyone else is like, some people are just terrified of you, and they just like run into other people nearby, and they're startled. Zakar, I know we're not in, in my library, but please use your indoor voice. I don't have one. Yeah, that's true. We don't. We don't. This may turn against me, but I'd like to take a whack at the guy. Ha ha ha, little girl. You think you can do better? Who you call Lily, you big tub of lard? All right, somebody find me a school of 
I take a wild swing at his gut. Now, would I add the strength modifier to this, or just a straight roll? There should be a unarmed attack, and that should give you like a plus something. And you do, you add that to your dice roll to see if you hit. All right. <laughs> 21. Okay, roll for damage. It just says four. Okay, so he takes four damage. Um, he gives a big wince, like, oh, that really hurt. But then, like, he turns around, gives a big cheesy smile to the girls, and they go, ooh, ah. <laughs> So he clearly got, um, he got punched real good. Now I kind of want to add insult to injury. Tonto, bite his nuts off. <laughs> oh, that's what you were going for the nuts. <laughs> I almost dropped this Q-tip right into the bottle of acetone. <laughs> okay, if you're doing that, roll to attack. Oh, that's only a seven. Okay. In response... Okay, he tries to knee at your dog. I never said that dogs were... I mean, never mind. I never said that animals were allowed. You're gonna kick my badger out? This badger who is the slayer of goblins and the terror of orcs? It looked good on a wall. You look good, Well, thank you. Um, that wasn't a compliment, you dunderhead. <laughs> well, smarter than you. If you want, I can. Woman, go get me my armor. And looks a nearby lady. Um, she scuttles off and comes back, like hefting like this, really. Daunting full plate armor. Like, very well, I will take you there now. I'm not sure that I want him to anymore. Nonsense. You would be unwise. I'll have the car. I don't believe you have any right to, to explain what wisdom is. So you can be our guide, but nothing more. Step out of line. You will not even have a head to bring back. Very well. I don't think you should be concerned about that. I am a paladin of the god tier that demands justice. If there are people that need help, I am here. Oh, well, that, that does sound nice. I still don't trust him. The car rolls his eyes. All right, we got a guide. Can we be on with this? Just take us to the tomb. Very well. So he guides you out of the building and towards the forest. Um, he seems to know where he's going. He eventually reaches um, a part where it's you see this mound of stone 
and you can tell that it, it goes underground. And there is a big stone door. And there aren't there are a lot of trees nearby that it's not like this big clearing, it's just somewhere secluded in the woods. Simon steps up and goes, Don't worry, I got this. And then he shouts yelly, by the power of tear. And he just gives a big kick at the door, and the door just bulges down with a bunch of dust behind. And he looks back, gives you a cheesy smile, and then suddenly you see this rift pop up exactly where he was. And then a second later, the rift's gone, and he's gone too. <laughs> oh no! Go! The car is laughing. I feel conflicted here because, on the one hand, I was getting rather tired of his company, but on the other, he, he may have just died. <laughs> yeah, he wins. I'm gonna lose. Well, uh, perhaps we should just continue on. I don't see. I don't think we knew him very well. I, I don't see any point in in mourning his loss. He didn't seem like that uh, that good of a person, anyway. I agree. I'm with you. Sounds a little harsh, but okay. <laughs> yeah, forget about yes. my nobody. Yes, it, was, it is rather harsh, but... Uh, His smile is harsh as well, so... I don't know what to say, dear. I, I didn't like him. It doesn't mean that I rejoice in his death, but... He didn't really seem like a very nice person. Well, at least it's open now. Hope that doesn't happen again. All right, um, Taylor, can you turn over to Tabletop Sim? No. I guess we'll end here. Okay. Thanks for joining. See y'all next week. All right, so what you see is there are stone steps that go down, and then there is a slightly ajar um, set of double doors at the bottom of the stairs. There is a little bit of sunlight creeping in from where you busted down the door. And it's your job to do what's next. Um, Taylor, you're streaming, right? What, I have to do that too? Very much, yes. What do you think I am? Gosh, freaking, I have to do everything here. Gone and gotten me all riled up now, Steven. I'm gonna be I'm gonna Good. be riled I'm gonna riled up Taylor for the night. <laughs> Gonna be has attitude, Taylor. That's the best kind of Taylor. It depends on how riled up. 
What like are we talking just like mildly spiteful Taylor, or are we talking like the um, yells at people in their driveway, Taylor? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not my proudest moments. (laughs) All right. Okay, I, um, if somebody else wants to take the lead here, I, I, I kind of, like, off the record, I kind of feel like I've been, like, overly leading with Kavas here. I don't want to take all of the leading time. I would lead, but Erlen absolutely would not lead, so. Yeah, that I'll makes take it. sense. I'll take the lead. All right. So, um, the car will just start right through the middle that into that entrance. Well, now the idiot's gone. We can get the real work done. Okay. So you make your way to the bottom of the steps and then open up the double doors. Light streams in. You notice that the room is there's quite a bit of moss like covering a lot of things. And um shortly from you being in the room, you start to hear this loud screaming coming from like the room and it just keeps going. All right. Sakai, you should per- perhaps stop stepping on whoever you're stepping on. <laughs> This is coming from a Kavasir who has not yet made it past the doors. <laughs> the car turns around and smashes the, what's left of the door. Okay. The screaming gets louder as more light fills the room. Very clever, Kavasir. Kavasir. It's still screaming really loud. Um, what was that screaming? Erlen hides behind Kavas here. I will go toward that screaming noise to end it. It's kind of everywhere. You, as you look around, you notice the screaming is coming from the moss. Anyone have any fire? Probably have some blit and tinder. Then let's burn this monstrosity of moss. Maybe that's where the streaming comes from. Let's not be all that hasty. I mean, it it is only moss. It's screaming moss. Let let, let me test a theory here. Um, By all means, come to the front door. I move to the uh, doorway and then, like, position my wings in a way where it blocks as much light as possible. Okay. The screaming goes down considerably. There is still some screaming going on as there are um, lights. There's light coming through still. 
It's quite simple. It, it, re, it reacts to sunlight. They don't like sunlight. Uh, perhaps if we uh, enter the room and then prop the doors back up to cover the, the light, we, we might avoid the screaming. Seems fair. All right, I'm gonna I pick up the doors and kind of prop them all, prop them closed after people have walked in, walked in, of course. Okay. It's not hard to put them back on because you didn't actually kick the doors down. You just basically kicked the door open, and it is now dark in the room. Fortunately, you can all see. And all of the moss has stopped screaming. Ooh, that's better. I'm so glad that worked. That was really scary. Holy cow, they were so loud. Uh, makes gives me an idea, actually. Um, I don't know how I would do this. Um... I want to t take, like, I think I have, like, a little sack in my inventory. Um, let me just double check that. It's not uncommon for ventures to have it, so. That, that's not my you have inventory. I was. I was looking at like an item, and I'm like, "What? What's this item?" Like, okay. Um, for some reason, I have a little bag of sand. <laughs> I, I'm I'm not sure why, but I'm gonna dump out the sand, and then scoop up some of the moss and the dirt and put it in the bag. Okay. Just make sure it has like enough dirt in there, and I have this little patch of moss in there, and then I draw the strings closed and put the bag away. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna change that from a little bag of sand to a little bag of moss. Screaming moss. <laughs> yeah, that part. That part is crucial. <laughs> <laughs> you forget and you just open it. Bam! Your eardrums gone. What was that it? Could be used as a weapon. Was it that? <laughs> was it that loud of screaming, or was it like tiny screaming? Um, it was full on like someone, like a person screaming, but it's not enough to blast your eardrums out. Okay. Um, and and it's like on the verge of that. Would I be correct in assuming that, like, if I just took a tiny amount of it, that the screaming would be less? Um, I'll say yes, just because, like, what you got right there was a cacophony of, like, so much moss screaming at you. It was like the you. entire room. <laughs> the entire room was screaming at you. Okay, so but I just... It's, it's still up. loud. It'll still be loud, though. I took just a little bit of it and put it put it away. He's like, "Well, that might be a, an unfortunate uh, um, 
an uncomfortable way to wake up every morning, but I think that it might be useful. <laughs> uh, Kavasir had found himself a uncomfortable alarm clock. <laughs> Everyone disliked that. <laughs> 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 it's it's a pretty smart idea if you think about it like just put it out at night and when it starts screaming it's time to get up <laughs> okay Taylor give yourself inspiration you've impressed me <laughs> <laughs> oh, good job oh, oh my goodness <laughs> I mean it, it's a little like macabre for Kavasir, but like it, it's effective. <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't bypass the opportunity. I mean you could have, you just you just didn't. No, like <laughs> I couldn't have. <laughs> um, for my information, who has the magic item you got last time? The flanking buddy, and then there is a HP potion. I think we have. Uh, I don't think we said uh, if just a voice like a personal opinion, like maybe give Kavasir the potion that way um, if he goes down we can keep the healer up or if somebody else goes down and he's out of healing he can use the potion true as far as the flanking buddy uh, I think it would make most sense for Rook or Thakar to have it I agree. Mm -hmm. How about Rook has takes it? Okay. Um, that was just a normal healing potion, right, Stephen? It was. Is is lesser healing potion a thing? So we've got potion of healing. Then there's greater, superior, and supreme. It's a potion of healing. A potion of healing. And then for information on what it does, you can look in the loot. I was just reviewing that. All right. What you see in front of you is there is a open doorway to your left. It opens up into a circular room. Um, continuing straight, it opens up into a larger room. And then to the right is a closed door, closed wooden door. Carl likes that wooden door. So he shall break that one down. Okay. Roll to attack. Actually, give me a strength check. 15. Okay. It's a pretty sturdy door, but you managed to... Um, kick it forcefully enough that the 
Um, it still remains on its hinges, but the door opens up. Inside that room, you see a large, um, a large room that's covered in a bunch of overgrowth. Oh. And you can kind of see into these rooms too, so I will get rid of those. Um, Kvasir's. Why is the badger riding on Kvasir's? <laughs> He's very friendly, okay? He's taking a liking to you. Kvasir is interested with this room over here. So he's, uh, sorry, the room on our left, the circular room. So he's going to shamble in there. Okay. Inside you see a large desk with um, a lot of decayed parchment on it. You see in a, from where you are, you see in the room nearby, there is actually a bookshelf. Um, Again, it looks very dated. And you see that this appears to be kind of like a study room. Is any of the paper on the table, like, still viable? Or is it just, like, gone beyond repair? Some of it, um, you can read what's on there. Um, Give me a knowledge arcana or nature check. All right. Um, I will remind you at this point that I am capable of reading all writing. Yes. It's not a question of if you can read it. It's if you understand what the heck it is. Um, you said arcana or nature? Yep. Uh, that would... Be an 18. Okay. So from what you've what you look on it, there are there are some pages that are like in handwriting, um, which you haven't actually seen this language before, but you can still understand what it is. Um it's actually I take that back. It's written in Elvish. And you notice from your check that it seems to be a lot of it is plant-related research kind of materials. A lot of, like, how-to kind of things with um, genetic modification with plants. Um, A lot of botany kind of things. Um, But with an 18, you you notice that there's... Um, that's what the majority of the books are. But then, along with that, there's a bunch of books related to a lot of different schools of magic. Uh, so there's like um, transmutation, necromancy. Um, you even notice that there's some. Um, there's even some books that have to do with um, the planes, actually. But it's from re- looking at it, you don't. There's not really any useful information. It's more like hearsay from 
this person who said that. So, like, kind of just um, general information, nothing, like, particularly interesting? No. All right. Um, and that was all at the table, or was that including the bookshelves? That was at the table. Um, right. But I guess at the bookshelves, it's a lot more diverse. The bookshelf, it's there's a lot of schools. Um, but on the on the table, it's more on the lines of necromancy and um, nature kind of related things. Very peculiar mergings of, of magics and such. Um, can I make a... Uh, oh, I, sorry, I'm going to try and move away from that. I, I was talking about that just the other day. Um, I would like to look at the bookshelf and see if there's anything useful or inf informative. Uh, what kind of check would you like me to make? Um, give me a investigation check. Um, is there any material you're kind of looking for that's in particular? Um, really, just anything in general that's like interesting. I I don't know, like anything that's just out of the ordinary or above general information, um, but also, like, this clearly was some kind of, like, arcane study, whatever, so, like, anything with, like, specifics for arcane, um, mm -hmm. not just, like, references, but, like, maybe there's a spell book, or maybe there's um, some like experimental magical research like that that kind of stuff anything that's above general okay um investigation would be 22 okay that's pretty good all right with that you notice there's um kind of more particular book that's a little different than the others. It's actually kind of more, it's a little more well-kept. Um, it, it kind of looks like a children's book, and it talks about this, um, this phoenix that goes around and basically like saves the day, and then tells like some tragic story that happened to it, in which it dies, and then it like comes back and does more heroic kind of stuff. Um, among those pages, you see a scroll of Endure Elements. Oh, that's very interesting. I wonder why this was tucked away here. Um, do you mean Absorb Elements? Yes, sorry. Okay. That's very interesting. Why would that be kept in a children's book? Um, out of... Hmm, not interest, but more an underlying feeling that uh, 
can't remember the other old geezer's name. Uh, the person of whose tomb this is? No, the... Uh, Aristotle? Aristotle. There we go. I keep wanting to say Archimedes, but I know that's not right. It's a different scholar. <laughs> um, just out of like an underlying feeling that you might have some insight here, I want to take the book as well. Okay. Um, and then... Be sure to I, add those items in your inventory. I will. Um, and then I'll just kind of shamble into this other area so that the others can... Actually, I'll keep myself in the library here, and while I'm adding that, everyone else can do something since I've been <laughs> running the show. <laughs> Well, uh, the car will go into the overgrown room and scout around. Basically, what you see is it's super similar to the map. There is there's one closed door on the other side of the room, along with a doorway with no door. Um, the map does show double doors over here, but there's no double doors. As you stumble around, um, is there anything else anyone else has wanted to do? I would like to go into the through the door or that I'm closest by and investigate that room a little bit more. I can see there's a table in there. Was it like some sort of a kitchen? Or what is this? Yeah, it seems to be kind of like a kitchen. There's it's definitely super old, a lot of broken parts. There's nothing really of significance that you see there. It's just a mess hall. In a tomb? They say it's a tomb. Does that mean it's really a tomb? You were told that by a stupid person. Do you take every word for his? Not anymore. I see there's a door on the right. May I open it? Yep. You open it. It's it's unlocked, and you find yourself in the same room as the car, just another entrance. Um, is there anything that Erlen's going to do? Um, she'll just kind of stick with Tonto and follow Rook around, not knowing else what to do. Okay. Nothing says protection like a three foot tall gnome in her pet bathroom. I mean, she's seen plenty to trust them. Okay. She'll walk in. All right. As you're walking in, um, Rook and the car. The vines that are like on the floor, they start moving around. And you two make me strength saving throws. I get 22. Seven. Okay. Oh, no. 
In case you were wondering, that was a JoJo's reference. (laughs) (laughs) So, you see a lot of carnivorous plants, like, emerge from the undergrowth. And vines come up, and they constrict Rook. And you are now grappled. What you can do on your turn is you can try and make either a strength check to get rid of get out of it. Or oh sorry, you can make an athletics check to get out of it. Or you will take a some damage. And we will start with initiative. Everyone roll for initiative. Alright. Um I just have to say, Stephen, I don't like the number of times I heard you roll. I didn't roll anything. That no. was not me. Sorry. <laughs> it makes me feel better. It means that there aren't that many enemies. All right. 20 to 15. Um, 17. Fifteen. Okay. And then fifteen to ten. Thirteen. Okay. Five to ten. Okay. Sorry, I got ten. I was fumbling with my mouse. Okay, I have initiative ready. Um, first up, Kvasir, you don't know really. Actually, no, you can hear some noise going on in one of the adjacent rooms. Uh, five, 10, 15, 25. I will kind of hobble in here. Erlen, did you hear something? Yeah, these plants just, like, came alive and tried to eat Rook. Oh, dear. Um, and that is my movement speed, since I'm walking and am incredibly slow when I'm doing that. Um, just like in real life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will uh, end my turn there. <laughs> okay. Next is the turn of the plant that... As Rook constricted. It is a assassin vine. It is... I don't like those words. They're good. It's going to lash out at the car. See if it hits. Nat 20. We're off to a good start. Oh my gosh. All right, and you take you take eleven bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. Great. And that's its turn. Next, we have the car. You are grappled, and start of your turn, it's going to constrict you. 
and you are going to take a lot of damage. I'm going to pull out my little ones, because there's a lot of them. Steven, what did we say about playing maracas while on Discord? That just shows how many dice we have. I don't like these words. (laughs) These words you're speaking, they've got to be some kind of, like, hate crime. You take 19 poison damage. Definitely. What are you doing? Freak. And it's your turn. You are grappled. Okay, what can I do? You can do a strength check to get out. We can do an athletics check to break that grapple. Or you can... um, Or you can escape with your dex bonus. And that'll take a standard action. Each one? To break free. Okay. Here we go with the strength check. That's a 21. Okay, you break free. And as a bonus action, I am going to, I will go into a rage. Um, that's really all I can do. Uh, I'm going to move. I'm only going to tell you this one more time, but your rage does stuff. Uh, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, I get an aura, a, a storm aurora around me. Okay, so, all right. Within 10 feet of me, I need them to make it all these vine monsters to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, the smaller one, that, well, they're the same size. The one closest to you, kind of like a bush, it gets a 19, and then the other one gets a crit fail, the one that's grappling oh. you. Well, that, that was grappling you. Okay. What happens when with your aura? I forget which one you picked. Um, I picked the storm aura, the C. So they take uh, lightning damage when I go into a rage. So. Actually, I read this wrong. Um, the last bit of damage I did to you with the poison, you don't take that poison damage. I don't? Oh. No. Well, good for you. Well, that's <laughs> nice, because... 19 is a lot of damage. Yep. You're welcome for looking at it again. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, all right. Here's, the, here's that Aurora damage. That was on a corner. That is five. So the one that failed gets five damage. The other one will get rounding up three damage. Round down. Okay, fine. It's two. 
Two lightning damage. I round up. You round down. Sad life of a player. <laughs> Good grief. It's a hard life for us. Okay, well, there, there's that. Um, I'm going to move to my right. Kind of putting my back against the wall. And forward as well. Yes. And that's the end of my turn. Okay. Now I know exactly what the monster does. I thought I knew, but apparently I didn't. Next up is the bush's turn. It is a thorn slinger. It has a lot of thorns around it. And it is going to reach out to the car, which who is nearby. And it gets a five to hit, so that's a miss. And it moves into you. Moves into me? Yeah. So the description is, the thorn slinger adheres to anything that touches it. Okay. A medium or smaller creature adhered to the thorn slinger is also grappled by it. I am so not that. You are now grappled to the thorn slinger. I'm a medium character? Yes, you are. Yeah, all, all playable races are medium, with maybe the exception of centaurs. And now, at the end of its turn, you take four acid damage. Okay. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Rook, your turn. Okay, now you said I could uh, try to... Uh, I could do an athletics check to uh, try to break the grapple or something about trying to escape um, the dexterity modifier? Yes. Um, what's your athletics bonus? Plus five. Rogue's a very athletic little three-foot-tall person. I'm trying to remember what was the what was the check what's the check to always, what's the check to break the grapple by your dex modifier? I keep forgetting Acrobatics. that. Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Acrobatics or athletics I'm check. Only plus three, so I have a better chance doing athletics then. Okay. All right, here we go. That is a twenty-two. Okay. You break the grapple from all the vines and roots. And you said that's a standard action? Yep. Would I be able to get back to the doorway without um, provoking an opportunity attack? Yes. Um, difficult terrain in that room, so your movement is halved. That's okay. Oh wait, you would you are next to it, so you would take an attack of opportunity. Hmm. Well, I don't really want to do that. So I guess I'm just gonna stay there then. <laughs> For thematic purposes, so you can understand what's going on. Basically the plant, the assassin vine, it looks like a big brood of vines with a bunch of um, what looks like Venus flytrap mounts. And that's what it uses to attack people with. 
and the car got out of that, fortunately. And it was the roots that were trying to entangle Rook. Hmm. There's a weakness. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. If we cut the roots, do you think that'll work? Um, I guess what you're asking is if you can make some kind of check to find out what they are or what their weaknesses are, because that would be a bonus action. Yes, I would like to do a check. Would that be a nature, or would that just be a general knowledge check? Give me a knowledge nature. Okay. You're trying to find out about the assassin vines. All right. Nature. Oh, that sucked. That was only 11. Um... Yeah, there's not really anything that you can gather from them. Well, shoot. That was a bad roll. I'll try again next turn. Okay. Okay, that's my turn. Okay. Erilyn, it's your turn. Okay. I am going to cast the spell Flame Blade. Um, in which I evoke a fiery blade in my free hand. The blade is similar in size and shape to a scimitar and lasts for 10 minutes or until my concentration is broken. If I let go of the blade, it disappears, but I can re-evoke it as a bonus action within the time limit and can use my action to make a melee spell attack with the blade and on a hit they take 3d6 fire damage and the blade also sheds bright light in a 10 foot radius and dim light for an additional 10 feet that's a good spell I know when I was preparing them Mm -hmm. I was like I need this um I only clicked on it twice. So I'm going to do that and then move forward so that I can hit the one by Rook. All right. How much movement speed you got? I have 30, 30 speed. 15, 20, 25, 30. So you can barely get in there with next to the assassin vines. Okay. But am I in melee? Yep. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Rolled a hit. Uh, 13 to hit. Roll for damage. Yes. All right. Let me just grab my die. Twenty-one damage. All right. From my glorious flaming sword that is also probably making some moss scream. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You notice as your sword hits, it's a really good hit, but it doesn't seem to affect the plant as much as you thought it would have. Oh, dear. That's suspicious. You would think that fire against plant equals 
no plant. The plant does not care. Maybe they're really good watered. They're greenwood plants. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike Just the firewood Filling plants. with smoke. Ugh, okay. Well, I don't like the sound of that. That's my turn. Okay. Kvasir. All right. Um, uh, I'll move over to the door here. And. Oh, man, I have so many options here, but like most of them would get my teammates killed. I like those. Um, how's uh, how's uh, the car looking? As you do. I am looking good. Okay. Um, if he's not looking too hurt, um. I will cast a uh is it is it worth it? You know, I think we're gonna find worse things than these vines in here, so I'm gonna try and save my spells a bit. Uh I'm going to cast a good old reliable Eldritch Blast at the uh, at the plant that the car is fighting. Okay. It's the big bush with thorns. Um, I am fairly confident that I miss. Try me. Eight. No. All right. That's my turn. Okay. Next up, the Assassin Vine. Um, who looks tastier? Rook or Erlen? Let's go for Erlen. He's gonna try and Venus flytrap you. Don't like. That's an 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Okay. Um, you take 13 bludgeoning damage and you are grappled. Oh no. And that's its turn. Next up we have the car. You are currently uh, grappled right. by the big bush. Okay. Um, strength check to get out of there. Okay. It'll be at disadvantage. Well, that's a net 20. A clean 20. Disadvantage. Okay. Another one. 18. Oh, that's cool. Yep. I'm rolling that again. That's 12. So, 17. You still break free of the grapple. Yes. That's my standard action, isn't it? Yep. 
Okay, bonus action. I'm going to use my hand axe. Um, you have to have attacked to use your hand axe. Sorry, what? You can only attack with your hand axe if you attacked with your standard action. Okay. Um. Really hate this. I think. Um. It's a very sticky bush. <laughs> yes, it's a very sticky bush, and it's screwing me over. I don't know what to do here because I can't really attack and I want to attack. I mean, you can attack while you're grappled. It'll just be a disadvantage. True. And he's just going to grapple you again. Okay, get the heck out of there now. Get, get the heck out of there time. I'm going to move toward Kavashir. Okay. And I'll take an opportunity of attack. Yes, you will. I will take that. Oh, okay. If it hits, it's going to grapple you again. 19 on the die, you're grappled again <laughs> as you try to move away. So it sticks into you. Okay. And I'm Hold on. You take eight bludgeoning damage, but you can have that because you're in rage. And you're grappled again. Great, I'm done. Okay. Thornslinger's turn. Um, he's gonna shoot a needle at the car. Um, 19 on the die. Of course. And... That is... 7 piercing. And then at the end of its turn, you take 4 acid damage. And that's its turn. Next is Rook. So I would like to start off by attempting to redo that knowledge check. Okay. If I know anything about these assassin vines. Yep. That's going to take your bonus action. That wasn't any better. So we're just going to, I still don't remember anything. So for my standard action, I am going to take out my Yikwa. I really hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And I am going to take a swipe at the vines that are binding of Erlen. Okay, if you're doing that, it'll be an athletics check to try and get her free from the grapple. Okay. trying to rip the vines off of her. It's 15. 
And a 15 breaks it, so she is free of the grapple. Double checking. I can't do anything else. And that's my turn. Okay. Next up is Erlen. You are not grappled. Which is great because now I can try hitting it with my flaming sword again. Oh, actually, I've missed this last time, but I'll try and get it later. I'll have to make you make concentration checks because it's a concentration spell when you take damage. Mm. But I'll let the last one pass. Okay. It doesn't say anywhere on my thing what my check would be to for my concentration on that. So. It's either 10 or half the amount of damage you just took. Okay. 21 to hit. That's a hit. Excellent. 14 to hit. Or not 14 to hit. 14 fire damage. Okay. Again, he doesn't take that much damage from it. Very concerned. Um... I I think we should I suggest that we book retreat, it retreat from this because oh we will we direct all of our all of our attacks toward this assassin plant because this thing is a freaking beast and I I haven't even laid any any damage at all and I am at half health that's just because you haven't attacked. You keep wasting your time getting out just to get back in. <laughs> Freaking grappled ridiculous. Um, yeah, but then for my bonus action, I'm going to hit him with my um, scimitar. Uh, 12 to hit? No. Okay, then I'm going to stay there, I guess, because I don't want to get opportunity attacked. So that's the end of my turn. Okay. Kvasir. All right. Um, hmm. I am going to cast Witch Bolt at the bush. Okay. Um, however, I am going to uh, alter its damage type to cold damage. Okay. What's your ability that lets you do that again? Um, my Awakened Spellbook. Okay. You want to explain, explain what that does? Oh, right, yeah. Duh, sorry. Momentarily forgot that we were uh, recording this. Um, let's see here. So my Awakened Spellbook, uh, while I'm allowing, or while I'm holding it, it allows me to um, 
So when I cast a wizard spell with a spell slot, I can temporarily replace its damage type with a type of damage that appears in another spell in my spell book. Um, but I can only trade damage types among levels of the same level of spell that I'm casting. So since I'm casting a first level spell, I can only replace it with damage types that I have available at with first level spells. So I'm going to replace that with frost damage. But let's see if I hit to begin with. And then, then I'll uh, give the rundown on what which bolt is if I hit. Um, 15 to hit. That's a hit. All right. So a beam of, oh, and I'm going to alter the details here because uh, of the frost. So a beam of uh, white frost lances out towards a creature within range, forming a sustained arc of chilled wind between me and the target. Um, on a hit, the target takes 1d12 cold damage, which comes out to be 10 cold damage. And on each of my turns for the duration, I can use my action to deal an additional d12 of damage to the target automatically. Uh, the spell ends if I use my action to do anything else or if the target is ever outside of the spell's range or has total cover from me. Dang. So that is what I do. Okay. Next up, Assassin Vine. It's going to go after Rook this time with its big toothy maw. Um, 12 to hit. No. Okay, it's a miss. Sad day for Angry Vine. Thakar, your turn. Happy days for Small Gnome. Happy days for Small Gnome. I am thinking... I'm going to attack with my great axe. No, no. I am, but I, I, it's just disadvantage when I attack. I actually, I'm, I'm going to attack with my hand axes. Okay. Which did you have out beforehand? Um, you said hand axes. I never so. decided. So. Since you said hand axes beforehand, I'll say you have your hand axes out. But in the future, if you're going to switch to your great axe, it's going to be bonus action. Okay. All right, then. All right, please freaking hit. Okay. That is a 15. That's a hit. 
Thank heavens. That is eight slashing damage for the first one. Now the second axe. That is 14. That's a hit still. Kevin's, and that is six slashing damage. Okay. And Good. that's not it for me. Okay. Uh, now it's the Thornton Singer's turn. It's going on. Trampokia again, the car. Um, 20 to hit, so that's a hit. Mm -hmm. And you take 8 piercing damage, but you can have that. And then now, it's going to end its turn, it does some poison damage to you. 2 poison damage. I thought it was acid. Sorry, acid. Okay, so 2 acid. Okay. And right. it's now Rook's turn. Alright, maybe third time's the charm for this nature check to see if I know anything about assassin blinds. I think at this point, they're gonna die before you oh. learn anything about them. Finally! 18! Okay. So they're obviously carnivorous plants. Um, They're the cause of the surroundings being difficult terrain. Um... What you do not want to happen is for it to start its turn with you in its mouth, because that will hurt really bad. No. Um, it re is resistant to cold and fire. Gosh, freaking dang oh, crap. <laughs> And you chose cold. <laughs> I chose cold and fire. I, like my, my, my logic on that is plants die in the winter, so like <laughs> you both have sound reasoning there. Um, well, the assassin vine is at least. Oh, okay, and I'm attacking the bush, so who knows? Yes, yes who knows? <laughs> the two okay. elements you'd readily. Do are the ones where it's persistent. Does it have a weakness? Nope. Getting hacked is a weakness. Fair enough. That being said, I'm going to take a nice slash at it with my Yikwa. Here we go. Nope, that didn't hit. That was a 10. Oh, nope. Oh, darn. That's my turn. Okay. Aiden, avenge me! And it's Aiden's turn. <laughs> I keep forgetting to unmute myself before I start talking. Okay, well, since it's annoyingly not going to be affected by my fire, I'm going to extinguish it for now. But I can bring it back later if I need to. I mean, it still does damage, doesn't turns. it? I guess it's that's a, true. It's a lot of damage. Though. Okay, yes. Scratch that. Keep in the fire. Because 
now that I think about it, it does do significantly more damage than any of my other weapons at the moment. Yeah, because resistance, it halves the damage that you take. Oh. And you can still, like, dual attack with your other scimitar. Very true. All right. Hitting him with my fire sword. Because screw you, you stupid, stupid plant. Fifteen to hit. That's a hit. Max damage on the die. Eighteen. Okay. And then with my scimitar. Oh, come back, die. Nope. Just jumped off my counter and ran halfway across the room. All right. Nat 20, yes! Nice. Holy cow, Emma coming in for the freaking clutch. I'll, I will avenge my short, tiny comrade. <laughs> Who has not taken a single hit so far. <laughs> She's very good at dodging things. Wait, has Erlen soloed this so far? Yeah, yeah she has soloed it. <laughs> Dang. more damage, but this time you can't have it. Why? Because it isn't fire. Oh, nice. Yeah, you've done significant damage on your own. Oh, yeah. Erlen is very proud of herself, even though she probably has not yet realized this fact. <laughs> She'll realize it when she's done being afraid. All her genetic yeah. trainer has prepared her for this shrubbery cutting. <laughs> not sure if this is going along with or directly against everything the druids taught me, but whatever it is, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. That's the end of my turn, because I don't want to get okay. poked unnecessarily. The car, it's your turn. Wait, no, 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 no. Crosshair, your turn. All right. Um, I'm just going to continue blasting it with the cold, because I don't currently know that it's not. Um seven more cold damage to it. And I would like to use my bonus action to uh, um, make a knowledge nature check. Okay. Sorry, Save it nature. for this one. Because it dies. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I, I won't do that for my bonus action. Um, it's oh, much gosh. weaker. You just never hit it. <laughs> now I've got to, like, see what I do now. <laughs> um, what do I got in terms of bonus actions? Um, I'm going to use a bonus action to use one die of healing light. And get 
the car a tiny bit of health back. Oh, mama. Uh, max healing. So six hit points. Let's go. Match appreciated. And that's my turn. Okay. Now it's uh, Assassin Vine turn. It gonna chomp. It got some luck with attacking, with biting the druid first, so it's gonna try and do that again. Um, 19 on the die. Yeah, that heckin' hits. Alright. First off, you're grappled. Oh no. In the mouth. Oh no. And ten bludgeoning damage, and make a concentration check for your flame blade. Okay. That would be a sixteen. Okay, you maintain concentration on it. Excellent. And that's its turn. Next up is the car. Finally. I am coming for that freaking vine's head. I'm going to pull out my great axe with my bonus action. And I am just charging for that freaking POS vine. And I'm attacking. Use my big, big dice for this. That is uh, 15. That's a hit. Let's go. Going down. Mind. That's, th that's five slashing damage. That's so pathetic. And that's my turn. Okay. Rook, your turn. What do I have to do to get Erlen out of its mouth? You can do a FLX check to try and rip it off. All right, I'm going to do that. Dice, if you fail me now, you're going into dice jail. Oh, 13? Oh, close. Where is it? No. You were one off. Oh! Do I still have an action? You have a bonus action. I have a bonus action. Crap. Um. Uh. Oh, I can't do anything. I'm so sorry, Aiden. <laughs> I tried to save you, but that's my turn. I can't do anything else. Okay. Um, Erlen, it's your turn. You are the gardener here, but you are <laughs> grappled. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, what do you want to do? 
Uh, well, what happens if I start my turn with myself stuck in its mouth? It's if it starts its turn. Okay, thank goodness. I was very, I was very concerned. I was okay. too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, might be at disadvantage, but I don't care. I am it's... lashing at that thing with okay. my fire sword. Twenty-one to hit. That was with disadvantage. You still got a twenty-one. Yeah, I only rolled one off of each other on the die. Dang, right. Emma. It, I'm just gonna say this right now. Emma is getting the MVP tonight. She is. <laughs> this very specific D twenty is the MVP. It is being right. surprisingly nice. Roll for damage. Fourteen fire damage, and then with my scimitar, please continue to be nice. Ooh, I got the same number twice. Seventeen. Wow! Yeah, that's a hit. <laughs> I don't know if I should be really excited or like incredibly suspicious at the universe for this. You're going to fall off your bunk bed after the session. Don't, don't, I probably it, am. It's just how the, how your luck's going to go. You're going to use it all up now. I'm going to just fall off in my sleep. All right, that is six slashing damage. Okay. It's looking pretty bad. You're taking this thing to the, um, to the topiary shop. Sure. That was horrible. <laughs> I'm just taking it down. Erlen has her own like secret kind of rage, which is just in combat mode. Take that, pirates! Ah! <laughs> My secret ability is I am good at killing plants. All right, well, that is the end of my turn. Boss, <laughs> here, it's your turn. Come on, Emma, that's not anything special. I've killed every plant I've ever touched. <laughs> oh, jeez. Whatever the opposite of a green thumb is, that's what I have. Yeah, same. Uh, how's this uh, assassin vine looking? Not looking too hot. All right, I'm not going to waste anything on it then. Um, I am going to cast a Eldritch Blast. Mm. Nat 20. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Dig out my D10 here. Oh. Seven force damage. Seven total? Yeah. On a nat 20? Yeah. It's oh, pretty that disappointing. Is so sad. The, first roll was a, the first roll was a five, the second one was a two. <laughs> Dang. No. Well, 
We almost got saved from taking a crap ton of damage. It's its turn now. All of the digestive juice is going to come out and do a lot of damage to you. Oh no. 66 poison damage. I only have 11, so... I am down. Holy crap. I want to roll and see how much it is. Let's see. I would have to be full health to survive that. 18 poison damage. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Down for the count. Yeah, we get it. She's down. <laughs> My flame goes poof, and I go limp noodle in its face. And its face is it's gonna wash around with your mouth. It's gonna spit you out and wait and have you for later. And then it's gonna take a bite out of Okay, I'm gonna roll see who it attacks. Oh, it's gonna attack Rook. I'm trying to bite you down. Uh, 15 to hit. Yes. Okay. You take 8 bludgeoning damage and you are grappled. And next we have the car. Let's go. Great right action, the freaking face. Come on, please. Technically, it's just a bunch of mouths. 20, that's a dirty 20. Hit. Seven slashing damage. And it dies. Yes! Yeah. You cut off a lot of its. Last of its bitey heads. Car I'm a out of sad that I didn't kill it. Car out of complete frustration. You did so much damage. <laughs> <laughs> Emma was coming in clutch. The car of complete frustration continues to act at the dead corpse of the vine assassin. Don't worry, all that's left is just juice. I'm pretty sure you did like 70 damage to that thing. That was amazing. To see all that. That was so awesome. That was like... Like, Kvasir did average for Kvasir. But like... Erlen did shockingly for even any of my characters ever. Like, Erlen was rocking that combat. Yeah. Um, Laughed nervously in introvert. <laughs> someone please stabilize Erwin. Yeah, I would appreciate that. Um, I'll, I'll take a jab at that. Um, that would be a... 12 medicine check. Okay. She is stabilized, but she is unconscious now. Has zero HP. Uh, oh, perhaps it's time for us to take a short rest so she can heal up. Yes, I agree. So you'll decide to take a short rest, and we will end for today. Thank you, everyone, so much for joining. And 
we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye-bye. That was really fun.